Coming to you live and direct from Seattle, Washington, and South Lake Union, Seattle, Washington. This is episode 27 of Grill. How long, Steakmaster? Four minutes. Four minutes, thank you. Is that resting? Uh, yeah, it's resting. <laughs> Got it on that plate. Uh, I am your host, uh, Robert Stills. Across from me, who are you? I'm Johnny Smith. I don't even know you anymore with that haircut. Hey, man, it's good. It's looking good. Um, yeah, this is episode 27. Thank you for listening. Uh, yeah, this is uh, brought to you by the Soundcasting Network. Uh, we are up in Studio 212. I think I already said that before. Waka, waka, waka. Did I say that? Uh, maybe. I don't know. Who cares? <laughs> um, yeah, we're back. I think we're going to be on time this week. Yes, sir. Do you know why? Because we got into the studio on time. <laughs> Not just that. Uh, there's the, who's this? Who's this? Oh, we got big. Who's this chubby little guy right here in these red kicks, man? I know. I was seeing the shell toes and I was digging. Right. Keith is bad. Do you want to say hi, Keith? Yo. That's Keith. He's he's here. I uh, somebody else is helping me record this show. It's not being by myself. There you go. The ethnicity in this room is just on point. <laughs> a white, a Jew, and uh, Puerto Rican. <laughs> A Canyon. <laughs> All right. Okay. 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 Let's calm back. Calm back. Yeah. Down. So, what are we doing big, today, man? Big week. Big week. Big week. Let's. What? Anything good in your week? Uh, you know, I had a buyout at the restaurant this weekend. Yeah. For a one-year-old's birthday party. We'll speak about. Tell. Tell people what buyouts are. Yeah. For sure. Um, buyouts are when a person could be singular, could be a couple or a family. Uh, they pay to have the entire restaurant to themselves. And they can do whatever they want in the restaurant. Um, usually it's included with food. Whatever they want. I mean, they can get freaky if they want to. I want to lick you up <laughs> now. No, but you know, they usually have food included. And then it could be an open bar or they can include that too. But uh, these people had an open bar and they were just going crazy. They were really nice though. What day was this? Uh, Saturday. They bought your restaurant on a Saturday. During the day or During night? the day, yeah, for, for brunch. Right, that's a little bit. Damn, would you put a sign up on the door? Yeah, and we had like little lace ribbons around the place so nobody could get inside. It was pretty nice. That's it was nice. VIP. Yeah, it was freaky. All right, anything else? Uh, you know, nothing else. It was really, really hot, and we haven't figured out how we're going to cool the restaurant down yet. <laughs> um, so we were we were sweating the other day. Is it now? Is uh, the heat affecting? It has been beautiful in Seattle. Yeah, very, very. Saturday it was what? 80s, mid 80s? It was 85, 86. Yeah, and then it got to 90 on Saturday, right? I mean, yeah. Sunday. I couldn't even get into my car. I was I gave up. Um, is it affecting your business? Right now? Yeah, at night. So people are just not wanting to come in there? Yeah, it's, it's just too stuffy, you know? Once that sun goes down and the heat is still there and it's humid, um, it's just tough to get in, people inside that building. Well, everybody, people that don't live in Seattle listen to this show. Uh, what you don't understand if we're crying about the heat in a kitchen and or a restaurant, of course, that's to be, um, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we don't, we're not set up for that. <laughs> we don't get this hot. Our temperatures don't rise to this uh, temperature level yeah, throughout so it's way the year. Too hot. So we don't have any air conditioning in our uh, dining areas. And some places have makeup air, you know, and the hood vents, and they'll suck out the hot air and yeah. try and bring in air from outside. But like nine times out of ten, even if it's brand new, it's broke. So, <laughs> Yeah, so uh, the whole entire restaurant is <laughs> the same temperature as the kitchen. <laughs> so essentially your kitchen is a giant heater for the restaurant. And Ball's usually going on medium rare. <laughs> Bust out the cornstarch. <laughs> cornstarch kid. That's one of my nicknames. I don't know if you knew that. I didn't, but it's kind of gross. Got lots of nicknames. <laughs> 
All right. Wait, uh, will you let them know what what the nah, what the deal is with cornstarch? No, no, no. They they know or they <laughs> don't need to know. I tried to talk about it in my work, and they were like, "Oh, like, y'all know about that cornstarch, dude? Because I'm about to bust it out. It's hot as hell." And they're like, <laughs> "What? It's the cornstarch." Check oh, that page. sounds better. That sounds way better. Um, all right. Uh, so your week, you ate at Trove too? Yeah. So I had dinner at Trove the other day, and um, you hadn't been there before. I've never been there before. I like it. It's it, decent. It was. It wasn't. It wasn't good. <laughs> I'm gonna say it straight up. I'm not gonna lie. Okay. Listen. Here at Grill, how long stick, Mister? We try to think us about positive things. I mean, the decor was nice. <laughs> so to say, it looked nice. <laughs> But and they had, I mean, good food there. But the whole you have to cook it on this grill that they have in front of you, um, and they just give you these really small portions, and everything was super spicy for no reason, That's and then covered up. in pepper, like That's black pepper. Are you gonna give it another chance? I definitely will give it another I chance. I suggest you another chance. I've, uh, I've had. Decent, I want to. Tr- I want to try experience. one of their. They, they have a. They have a meat tower. So they have all these different types Pause. of meat. <laughs> You're going to have all these different types of you, meat that you can order. You try to get on that meat tower? Yeah, but they have a meat tower and you get a certain amount of meat and then you and can go grill That's it. all you can take. But it was like the choices that I had. I had the prawns, um, the Wagyu beef, and the Colby marinade, and the pork belly. And the prawns weren't cleaned. Um, oh. You know, and that's a big no-no. Maybe you know, maybe that's like, you know, but that's the thing, though. It's like, you know, you don't want it clean. Oh, no, I had, to get, I had to get a new napkin because I put it to my mouth, and I was like, oh, it smells like boo-boo, <laughs> like straight boo-boo. And I was like, that's not okay. Yeah, but don't you, you eat whole shrimp? You yeah, eat whole I, prawns, I, do right? eat whole, I do eat whole I do eat whole Those prawns. things are not clean? I mean, I clean them first. <laughs> no, I'm talking about the head and everything like that. I'll eat the head, but you take the shell off. You, you crack that back <laughs> open, and you make sure you get that vein out. Split that back open? Yeah, dude. We'll pull the vein out, huh? Yeah. A lot of innuendos on this show. <laughs> all right, all right. That's your week. My week, uh, I don't know. I eat a lot of places. Uh, my news that I do have, well, two pretty cool stories. Um, I was invited to uh, cook for a private party in Kirkland. Okay. A guy had uh, purchased a new home, wanted to bring his friends over. Um, Asked you personally? or No, I have a friend uh, who you know, Erica Hoffman. Uh, shout out Erica. She owns a company, a private event. She's like a private event coordinator, owns her own company called Two Birds oh, okay. yeah, Event yeah. Planning. Uh, she has invited me to do things with her before. She's a very good friend of mine, but she's always asked me to come cook. And she's like, hey, do you want to? No, I don't. <laughs> I mean, it sounds not fun. I like to have fun when I'm not at work. Yeah, why would you want to do what you do every day? So she called me and asked me and said it's going to be real chill. So whatever, it's like, f- I think she said 40. And then it went to 50. And then it went to 60. Two days notice. I said, whatever. She said, it's just going to be like grill kind of type buffet style, not like coursed out. I was like, word. I do that shit all day, every day. Yeah. Like, not a problem. Large batch. Barbecue is not a problem. I so what'd you make? Well, I don't want to go over the whole menu, but <laughs> I mean, I, I well, I was I started. I made some barbecue sauce for this barbecue chicken. Got from my work. Tomato know. base or vinegar base? Tomato. Okay. Uh, so I brought that out, and then she's like, "They have a margarita machine, so I want to do uh, Mexican." <laughs> so I was like, "You motherfucker!" But I made a marinade, made flank steak. I don't know. Did, there's actually uh, for our ingredient of the week, which we'll talk about later. I'm gonna do what I did at this party, but it turned out really good. Uh, busted it out. It took me all together about eight hours Damn. from like prep time, shopping. 
um, to cooking to cleaning up. It was about eight hours, but I got paid. Okay, I was going to say. I got paid really well. Uh, it was a nice experience. I'm thinking about she was really impressed. Everybody there was impressed. Uh, I impressed myself. Right. All the time, I always impressed myself. That's what's up. That's all that matters. But she was uh, quite happy and talked about doing more, and so I might be able to hire some of my friends to help me For out. Sure. To bang some stuff out. That was good. And then... Um, Oh, I think it was Monday. I was supposed to go meet up with this guy I used to cook with. It was his birthday. I got right? lit, dog. <laughs> his name is Jahani Smith. And so I tried to coordinate plans to go meet up with Jahani Smith, a.k.a. Mr. <laughs> my co-host. <laughs> and I went to go meet up with them uh, and Chef Amy uh, Boumier. <laughs> And our old uh, partner in crime on the line, Mangelo. Mangelo, what's his last name? Uh, Giuseppe. <laughs> something <laughs> like that. It's like Love Breed or something. Yeah, but he goes by Angelo Love, whatever. And he's a traitor and he should be called out and shamed. He'll be in here. We're going to get him on this show. But he left the back of the house, man. To work front of the house. house. And right. then called us out on shit. I know, right? And then talk shit all day. <laughs> so fuck yourself, sir. Sideways, uh, but anyway, uh, we went out to go meet up with your boy because we're all homies and shit. We matter. Those other <laughs> people don't really matter. We're from the past. They're from the new, right? I mean, relative. But anyway, it was nice. I got to go meet up with them. You were passed out somewhere, but then you had a special guest appearance. I did. You? Yo, check it out, man. It's just cracking. <laughs> so I'm at King's Hardware in Ballard. It is a bar, uh, and I'm sitting there with. Uh, it's literally there is. One, two, three, including myself, Angelo, and Chef Amy. Uh, two people at the other end of the bar. It's a really big place. And then there's four people at this table. Two of the people at the table, I knew. Danny, Obviously. Danny McCoy, He's he talks like this. <laughs> Saw, brah. Saw, do what you up to. Saw. But anyway, uh, this girl walks in, and Amy like knows the girl. It's like, come sit down with us. He's like, yeah, she asked me if I knew the girl. I said no. She's like, oh, I know her. That's my friend. Who was with her? Chef uh, owner. Of Ed- Solari. Eduardo Jordan. He's a new up-and-coming black chef of Seattle. Yeah, and all he, dude, he gets written about all over the all place. Day. Always in getting interviewed. Uh, his menu is crack. All I ever hear is good things about his restaurant. Chris not- Rock flew out to come to his restaurant in Seattle. Yeah, I mean, he's, yeah. And uh, so he just rolls up next to us. I don't, I, I'm pretty sure Amy knew who it was, but you know how Amy is, Amy's son? He had that goofy smile on, huh? Super big. <laughs> cheese, cheese, hardcore cheese. Braces out, darkness <laughs> spreading all over the place. But uh, I turn around, spin around my little bar stool, and I was like, what's up, chef? And he's like, oh, I'm not at work. You got to call me that. And I was like, what did you like to go by, Eddie? I just introduced his stuff, Eduardo, you know, whatever. And uh, so I immediately started digging in with them. I was like, yo, nice to meet you. Mm-hmm. All that good stuff. Then I started being like, you know, good for you. And I started, went to the mode of like, you know, how come they got to feature you and talk shit about, you know, and, and, you know, give you all these accolades and stuff like that because you're black. You know what I'm saying? Why does it have to be like that? Why can't they just, you know, he worked really hard for where he's at. And totally. So I give it up to him. But would he be getting this much press and stuff if he wasn't black? I mean, I'm, and I asked him about that. I said, you know, would you be getting this much shine if he was working at some shitty place um, in, in fucking Renton? 
that has shitty decor and you don't have really fancy menu, you know, and, and all these famous, like, popular people aren't coming out there and eat. But you're in Renton, man. You're the same chef. And he was like, you're right. You know, I mean, it's true. It's we, true. It's, we kinda, tough, it's a tough industry out there, though. You we never kinda, know. We kind of dug into him. And then the, the last thing he said to me and my uh, two other f- cohorts, well, he called us assholes. <laughs> so, <laughs> Which is correct. It was all in love. I tried to ask. He tell, said, come by the restaurant. I told him, you know, we have a podcast. He was, you know, was having, it was cocktails. He was off work. But he said he might come on the show. He said, come by the restaurant, talk to him. And I asked him nicely, uh. Are you going to be on the line when I come set to uh, said restaurant, or are you going to be in that office? And why are you he, calling him out like that? I just needed to know. I don't know. I've never been to his restaurant, but he was like, fuck you, trying to call me an uh, office chef. And I was like, I was just asking, sir. <laughs> no disrespect, chef. And he's like, you. and then we're all laughing at him. He's like, you guys are all assholes. <laughs> but shout out to him. I definitely, we should go eat there. I've heard really good things It's great. About I've it. been there. It's a good restaurant. And he is there. He's on the expo, and he will chat with you if you're on the if you're sitting at the counter, so good for him. Uh-huh. Uh, that's my week. Uh, I don't want to do a work update. I will say that they uh, are, you know, I'm going to be managing a couple of days a week. But well, that's good. Other than that, yeah, we'll see how it goes. So, what else we got going on today, man? Uh, we're going to talk about your boy Thomas Keller. Uh, poor Thomas. Keller. <laughs> yeah. So, like we said, uh, I don't know uh, episode. What episode, Keith? You know what episode that was? It was an early one. I don't know. Epis- in the teens. Epis- well, in the teens. It was in yeah. the teens. Uh, one of the earlier episodes, we had talked about how uh, Thomas Keller had got a scathing review for Pete- from Pete Wells in the New York Times. Uh, he wrote a really, really bad article about uh, Per Se, which I, apparently I was saying incorrectly. Per Se. Per Se. <laughs> Pears. Shout out, Pears. Shout out to all my parents. I have a friend that's, lit- that's named Pear, and it's spelled exactly the same way. Is okay, um, so yeah, he got a really bad review uh, from New York Times. Pete Wells, um, this article that we're going to be covering right now, that they kind of wrote about, uh, uh, was written by Ryan Sutton from Eater.com, and he mm-hmm. also gave this year he gave uh, per se a two star review, and then Thomas Keller uh, didn't he respond publicly on he Facebook? Did, he did, and he wrote and he he answered it perfectly. I think I so mean, too. He said, you know, I expect better things out of of my kitchen, and he wasn't personally there to cook the food for these people. Exactly. But still, when you're gone, it should still be the same. Exactly. And he admitted that and said, you know, I'll try harder. Yada yada yada. And that's one of the biggest things of being a chef is like being able to trust your your line to do what you do. That's And that's who you put in the kitchen. That's exactly. who you put on the line, you know, and that's what you have to be present to see who's there exactly. and what they're doing and trust them that when, cause it happens all the time, man, you leave the restaurant and then the quality and the plating of the food is not up to par and that shit flies. And that's on front of the house too. That's on front of the house management to check and make sure shit's going on good. I, I, I try. I mean, I, I always, you always got to try, but I, if your family comes in or something like that and they're, and they're like, we want you to eat dinner with us. I'm like, no, I'm not going to eat dinner with you because I want to make you guys dinner at the restaurant that I work at to make sure that it's absolutely perfect. You know what I'm saying? Um, cause it, it, you never know, man. You oh. never know. All right, so what what basically we're trying to say is they came out with uh, world's best uh, hundred restaurants. Uh, last week they put out the world the best fifty restaurants, yeah, the top fifty. Then this week they put out the rest of the list, and your boys' restaurants dropped out of the top fifty, uh, pretty drastically as well. 
Yeah. Uh, I don't know what it was at last year. I don't be following this crap. I don't care. I'm never going to eat these restaurants because I'm <laughs> probably never going to have a 250 money. a person? 250 per person for the tasting menu. Most of them charge. Uh, but French Laundry is currently sitting at number 85. Ooh. Uh, in 2003 and 2004, it was ranked number one. Which is not that long ago. So No. I don't. How do you fall off like that? <sighs> What could have gone wrong? Is it the reviews? Do these reviews that these people write about this, does it affect their... It might, and it it might be the lack of cooks in the city, you know? You know? uh, There's a shortage of the the goodies. There is, there is. But a lot of people are leaving going to Europe. Is that so? Yeah. So they're paying them. They're paying right over there. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Cost of living. And and you get to be in, you know, Paris or whatever. Paris. Paris. Uh, So Per Se (laughs) uh, is sitting at number 52. Now, in 2013, it was at number six. Yeah. That's a big drop. Yeah. In two uh, years as well. So, like. Yeah, but there's there's another, um, there's an, there's tons of other uh, chefs and really restaurants that were, used to be really high up on the list that fell off that list, too. And what do you, and do you think it has anything to do with money or how expensive these things are? I don't. I don't know. We, you know, we were talking about that, and I don't. I don't know if necessarily that that's what it is. I, I mean, it. It. But see, that can't be. Uh, I don't know. I just think maybe the food is not attracting the same type of clientele. Like people are kind of getting over the whole. I guess it would be gastronomy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. True that. Yeah. So I think Johnny's trying to segue a little hard here, but. <laughs> 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 but yeah, we were wanting to talk about um, we were wanting to talk about you know it, are people over the whole fine dining and gastronomy? You know, is it worth it? Hey, grill. How long steak, Mister? Forty five minutes. Forty five minutes. <laughs> Did you drop it on the ground? No, I. It, we got a bad review. Really. <laughs> I just want to make sure the steak is cooked to perfection, Chef. Sous vide. Sous vide. <laughs> Sous vide steak. Yeah, I just think people are, are pretty much over the whole... Well, with the food truck craze and, like, you know, being able to get cheap eats on the go. Well, we've been... Blue Apron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The meals, the meal plans. The, the meal, you know, everybody's leaving, you know, where they're going. And you can get gourmet meals made for you and delivered to your house. That's right. And you just boop, boop, boop. For the amount of money you would spend on one of these tasting menus, you could afford for a chef to come to your house and cook <laughs> you a couple meals. Yeah. Personally and put them in your fridge. And then you just give him a bowl of weed and then he'll be good. Yeah. And then I don't I don't know on that list on that list of world's best hundred restaurants. There wasn't very many in the top 10 that are here in the United States. No, there's a bunch like over overseas and Brazil and whatnot. Yeah. Also, I mean, there's the stuff's getting cheaper down there, too. Well, yeah. We're an expensive country these days. Yeah, so I, I don't know. I, I just I, I just think a lot of those classic chefs are getting shit on nowadays. Well, yeah, and you know, it's kind of like, have they had their day, you know? They're old? Put them out, put them out to pasture? No, they've just, they've done, they've expressed themselves. It's almost like the other day I was talking to a buddy of mine about, he's like, do you like Snoop Dogg or Snoop Lion? And I'm like, <laughs> of course I like Snoop Dogg, because that's him. And Snoop Lion is him trying to recreate himself and do something. Do you like Snoop Lion? I mean, I like the theory of Snoop Lion, but I don't like Snoop Lion. I don't like Snoop Lion either. <laughs> See? Rasta. I don't know. I think Thomas Keller's dead in the water. He'll always be a god to me. Always. And he'll always be, you a know. A boss. Yeah. The godfather. 
Yeah, but I just don't think he's doing it anymore. I, I don't know. I. I, I just can't afford to, I can't af- I don't know any people. I know some per- people that have deep pockets, right? Yeah. And they don't go out and eat like this. No. You used to. I also we also don't live in New York and shit or LA, so we don't know how they shit. It's true, but we have places like that here in Seattle. We do have fancy places. And I go to those places sometimes and I'll go maybe once a month I'll eat a dinner like that. And most of the time I'm not that impressed. What's the maximum you're trying to go when you go out to eat for dinner per person? Per person. For me, 150s max, uh, like that's decent. And that's with drinks. That's with drinks, but that's like a that's like a one time special yeah. type deal. When I go out to eat now, with drinks, I'll spend fifty dollars at a restaurant. That's and decent. that's decent yeah, too. That's a good amount. But my mom thinks that I'm high on crack rocks. <laughs> She's like, yeah. but I was like, this is what I love. This is what I do. I mean, I enjoy eating out, you know. And I try not to be judgmental, but everywhere I go, I'm like, what the fuck is this? That well, I'm, that's what that happen- I'm paying fifty dollars for. Well, that's what happened with me the other day when I went out to eat, and it was it was 127 for me and the lady. Where was this at? I'm not going to mention the name. Come on, dude. It was at Trove. Oh, snap. (laughs) And then we split it, and I was like, I don't want to pay 20%. I don't want to give that. How was your service, though? It's going to make me sound like I'm just ragging on this place, because it's actually a really cool spot. We'll say one negative thing is they want positive They got a really good noodle spot in the front that's like super awesome, and you can go get your soba, do whatever you need to do. They got that yogurt in there, they too, got, right? They, that was another thing that kind of threw me off, that they have parfaits for dessert. Yeah. And I'm like, where does this tie in? But the server was, you know, she was, she was nice, but she was trying to sell us on the large tower, which is like $150 that or something. That meat tower, though. Yeah. And uh, she was like, you should split it with four of these people. I was like, I'm not splitting this with four people. I'm going to split it with myself. And then she's like, I'm just going to talk to you because this guy's not listening to me. And I was like, okay, well, uh, whatever. <laughs> so I ordered my meat and I did my thing. The last thing I'm going to say about that place was that they gave us all potatoes. We all had Yukon potatoes at the table. Everybody's potatoes were undercooked, <laughs> like raw. We put, we put them on the grill and they were talking about us because we were tr- cooking the potatoes because they were undercooked and they were laughing at us. You can't say anything. You can't say anything unless you said something to them. We didn't have to say anything. They saw us recooking their potatoes <laughs> on the freaking grill. <laughs> oh, oh, you should have said. I don't know, man. Taste your food. That's all I always say. Make sure it's right. Oh yeah, taste, taste, especially your potatoes. Right. Potatoes. They, just, they just gave you a fucking like. They uh, were raw seared potatoes. <laughs> they like put them in a pan <laughs> and put some greens on top. I was upset. The shit some people get away with at restaurants, <laughs> the shit blows my mind. And man. it would be one thing if it was just me. It was the entire table. Yeah, but you know how but you know how I feel sometimes when you're working for somebody and they they like want you to do shit like that where they're like, you know it's not done, and they're like, serve it anyway, and you're like, are you fucking kidding me, dude? <laughs> and then you're like, yes, chef. Yeah, we chef. Yeah. Whatever. Eat a dick, chef. But I see that's the thing that I've been thinking about is like I spent that much money and I didn't really have that great of experience but I can say that I went to go get teriyaki the other day and spent $30 and, and it was it crack. was fucking crack yeah yeah I know I, I don't like walking away from a meal feeling like I got you know penetrated and then go get food afterward uh, yeah we talk about that we're gonna move on to our um, our ingredient of the week because uh, I'm already getting upset about the situation when I yeah I, I <laughs> 
And then you even feel worse. You even feel worse when you um, drop you dropped hella money on a tasting menu. It's just weak sauce. Next week. We got time. We gotta edit this out. <laughs> I guess we're gonna have to. It's dead air. <laughs> so I don't want to talk about that. All right, whatever. Well, as we were saying, it sucks to spend a lot of money and you know not get what you want. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, I don't want to get into that. We'll get into that next <laughs> Robbie's week. Robbie's getting butthurt over here. Yeah, I'm salty. <laughs> Hella salt. I could talk about so much bullshit. Everybody just says I sound salty on my podcast. They're like, Robbie, I like listening to your podcast. It's really good, and you're funny, and I laugh, and I love your new co-host. You know, he brings some ethnicity to your... <laughs> <laughs> but he's like, you sound... You're a hater. Am yeah, I? but I think that's what you that's what podcasts are for is because you want to listen to somebody speak their mind about what they keep it real. Yeah. One, keep it one. But sometimes keeping it real goes wrong. You know, I don't like people playing with my phone. <laughs> All right. We're going to do uh, we're going to do ch- chorizo for ingredient of the week. Chorizo. What do you think about doing with your chorizo? Well, I'm going to do something that I, I was trying to cook chorizo. I just bought chorizo because they were like, oh, we're going to do Latin or whatever for this party. And I was like, who doesn't want chorizo? But I had no idea what I was going to do with it. <laughs> so I uh, ended up. T- so what you're going to do is you're going to get some chorizo. Dry chorizo or uh, the the like wet chorizo, I guess. You, know, you can do the. Yeah, you can do the lengths. It doesn't matter. Uh, throw those mother. Uh, oven for <laughs> turn on an oven for uh, 350 degrees I guess cook them for wow, 15 minutes or something like that 20 minutes whatever until it's cooked through pull them out you want to cut them open pull out all that chorizo and then I just took it and I tossed in I uh, seared off some garlic tiny bit of butter um, some cilantro and uh, roasted tomatillos Gotta love the tomatillos. Yeah, because I had roasted them the night before, and I wasn't sure what I was going to do with them. Uh, I, I put I put some in a salad, but I uh, kept some of those. So I I uh, but you don't have to you don't have to roast your to, uh, tomatoes. You can do them raw. You can put them in the oven with the chorizo. It doesn't matter. Uh, but I folded that in with to, to, cotija cotija cheese, uh, the garlic. The like I put like two pats of butter in there, the cilantro, a little bit of lemon, uh, lemon and lime juice, and then cabbage, raw cabbage. Nice. And then cooked it down just a little bit. Yeah, and then reduced it down. I drained all the uh, grease off of the chorizo and uh, put that out there with some chips. And people were like, "What the hell is this?" And that I was sounds like, bomb. "Sir, I do not know what that <laughs> is." Uh, but yeah, the cooked. I, I went pretty heavy on the cheese. Because I knew it was going to be like a dip. Yeah. Plus the cheese soaked up a lot of that uh, that residual grease. Mm-hmm. So it was pretty crack. I should uh, <laughs> come up with a name for it. But it was delicious. I, I cook on the fly like that all the time. Robbie's chorizo cheese dip. Right. I mean, that's what we do here at Grill How Long Steak Mister. I mean, it's like we come up, we kind of figure out our ingredient of the week almost pretty much the day of and we really don't do any research we just kind of pick something that's fresh or we've been working with and then we kind of just uh play off each other and see what he's making and i'm making and we try to make it work so hopefully people i don't know i've had a couple people tell me they've tried my stuff or it was a good idea and they that's awesome incorporated it so uh johnny we're gonna move on to you sir all right i'm gonna do chorizo con huevos oh, con huevos um super easy uh it's a really good thing to have during 
during the morning time. You can also do a little chilaquiles, chilaquiles. rendition. But uh, you're just going to, I like to get the smoked chorizo, so the dry chorizo. Um, the other stuff is kind of, I don't know, it just makes my stomach upset. But I get the tri- dry chorizo and I th- toss it in a pan with a little bit of olive oil um, and just get a quick little sear on it just to get it warm. And then uh, I like to toss in uh, some tortilla chips, you know. And some salsa. It doesn't even matter what type of salsa you have. I just get a can out of the out of the fridge and just dump that in there. And you just cook that down real nice with a little bit of uh, cheese. You can use the cotija like Robbie likes to use, or you can use a little bit of Parmesan or whatever. Um, and you just cook that down real nice until the uh, the chips start to you know get a little, soft. A little sog. Yeah, I get a little soggy. And then um, after they get soggy, you just you know you toss that up with the chorizo and the salsa, and you put that on a plate, and then you fry some eggs up. You know, sunny side, oe, whatever you like. Um, <laughs> throw it on top, and then you just garnish that with more cotija cheese. Oe, oe, over easy. I know, but I don't think I've ever heard anybody say it like. Oh, well, that. I call them osleezies. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, you just top it with some uh, some green onions and some cotija, and maybe a little pico de gallo. Right. You know, and you can make that at home, but I just get that shit from a can too. So <laughs> <laughs> make it easy. Yeah, you know, spend too much time prepping at work. I don't need to prep at home. Yeah, I try to be easy. Uh, that's my man making fancy shit at the ho- at the house. I still like to eat good at the crib. I don't eat like shit. I know a lot of chefs that eat shitty at home. Yeah, real shitty. Yeah. Hamburger helper, dude. They straight mac and cheese all day, yeah. every the, day. The Seven Eleven taquitos, dude. Hot pockets, <laughs> is a, hot pockets is a chef's best friend, man. Dude, Keith, yeah, a, he lives on that shit. <laughs> Trust me. I'll be like, "What are you eating, dog?" He's like, "I ain't got no time to cook." I'm like, hot pocket up. Yeah, but my girlfriend, my lady friend, uh, she will not allow that. No, nah, she does not allow that bullshit in her house. I mean, she looks at me with that MJ crying me. <laughs> like, what are you doing? What are you putting in your body? Like, I don't even want that in my trash can, like the wrapper or anything. <laughs> She's like, that shit is gross, son. So anyway, I hope you guys all enjoyed this uh, episode. I really did enjoy this episode. Yeah, it's a good time. We went off a little tangent about some bullshit. We didn't get some other stuff, but we're going to save this right here. Hear this? We're going to talk about it next week on the podcast, all right? Uh, I want to thank uh, Jahani. Thank you very much. Yeah, you're always, the, you're the man. Oh, wanna, you're the man. You're the man. I do not. No, 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 no. You're the man. Uh, I want to thank Keith, man. Welcome back, buddy. Big Keith. Can you, can you say what's up to the people? Yo. <laughs> <laughs> He's back. So hopefully our shit will be on time now. We sound a little bit better. Yeah, that would you know be nice. Saying? Maybe edit some of your bullshit out. Uh, you know, possibly, you know what I'm saying? Whatever. I'm not a sound tech. I do what I can. Uh, I do want to thank uh, Studio 212 for uh, having us here. And I would like to thank the Soundcasting Network for hosting our podcast. You know, they really work hard in making sure that uh, they give you. Should we feature somebody this week? I, I want to feature Can You Dig It. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? So we got a DJ. Uh, we have a DJ vinyl podcast here on the Soundcasting Network. It features Supreme LeBrock <laughs> and DJ Tospin, a.k.a. Blindiana Jones. Blindiana Jones. Right? DJs uh, have the craziest names. Right? Well, uh, check out their podcast, man. It's uh, it's all up on uh, yeah everywhere, Google Play, Soundcast. But uh, they talk DJ, hip-hop, culture, old-school fools for the new school tools. Oh, right. You hear that? For the millennials. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. And also, please subscribe to our podcast, Google Play, um, SoundCloud. SoundCloud. Uh, are we on Stitcher yet? 
Buster. <laughs> we are on iTunes though, and hit us on those social media. That's right. Uh, it's a uh, yeah, grow how long stick, Mister on Instagram and on Facebook, Facebook, and then on the uh, Twitters, it's at. How, How long, long stay, Mister? Make uh, sure you get that question mark in there too. Yeah, question mark. Uh, uh, email us at any questions, or you want to be a guest, man. I don't know. We probably won't have you up here, but it's worth a try. You can come here and talk bullshit, or come here, come here and attack me, man. Call me an idiot. I wish you would. I'll smack fire. Uh, <laughs> it's gonna be uh, Grill Hall Longstake Mister at gmail dot com, and uh, that's about it. Thanks for tuning in, and we will see you guys next week. Peace. Grill. How long steak, mister? Five minutes out. Eat a dick, bitch.